Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history and to your sports break for this October 14th edition. And we have some great uniforms we're going to talk about on some great players that did some amazing things on this date in history. But before we do, I want to make sure that you know that you can subscribe to our email newsletter. It comes out each and every day, let you know what's going on in the Pig Pen. Two questions to answer. You can join very easily in the show notes of this very podcast or on jerseydispatch.com or pigskindispatch.com. Now your uniform numbers for October 14th are quite a few. 24, 16, 9, 7, 24, 32, 38, 25, 44, 99, 10, 5, 12, 34, 16, 22, and number 18. And we'll start off in the 19th century, October 14th. 1862, an early baseball player, James Creighton, had a very sad incident when he ruptured his bladder, hitting a home run. Now, the injury was so severe that the player passed away four days later from complications of that injury on October 18th of 1862. October 14th, 1905, the World Series Game 5 action saw the New York Giants defeat the Philadelphia A's 2 to nothing at the Polo Grounds to win their first sanctioned World Series, four games to one. For pitcher Christy Mathewson, it was his third straight World Series game shutout. Quite a pitcher, Christy Mathewson. October 14, 1926, another great pitcher, Walter Johnson. Well, he ended up retiring from baseball as a player, but he signed a two-year contract to manage a Newark squad. October 14, 1951, the Detroit Lions future Hall of Famer number 24, Jack Christensen, returned two punts for touchdowns against the Los Angeles Rams. October 14, 1962, Houston Oilers number 16, George Blanda, threw for six touchdown passes versus the New York Titans. 56-17 was the victory. Remember, that was an American Football League game, an AFL game. October 14, 1964, number 9, Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle, number 7, each hit home runs on back-to-back pitches. October 14, 1965, the World Series. Los Angeles Dodgers edged the Minnesota Twins 2-0 in Game 7 at the Metropolitan Stadium. It was the Dodgers' third title since their move to L.A. And the most valuable player? Well, it was Los Angeles pitcher Sandy Koufax, who wore the number 32 so proudly on his jersey. October 14, 1972, Oakland catcher number 38, Gene Tennis, was the first to homer in the first two World Series at bats as the A's defeated the Reds 3-2 in Game 1 at Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati. October 14, 1973, a 42-year-old Baseball Hall of Fame center fielder, number 25, Willie Mays, last Major League Baseball career hit it was as the New York Mets beat the A's 10-7 in the World Series Game 2 in Oakland. October 14, 1976, 
Chris Chambliss, number 10, had a ninth-inning leadoff homer that gave the New York Yankees the franchise's 30th pennant. October 14, 1978, despite the Islanders' number 5 Dennis Popkins hat-trick at 321, the New York Islanders lost the game 7-10, making the an Islander record when scoring a hat-trick 22-2-1. October 14, 1978, New York outfielder Reggie Jackson, wearing number 44, caused a World Series controversy when he interfered with a throw to first base. Remember this one? During the event, Jackson deflected the ball away during the Yankees' 4-3 victory in Game 4 over the LA Dodgers at Yankee Stadium. October 14, 1979, the National Hockey League's New York Rangers retired Rod Gilbert's uniform number 7, which was the first number to be retired by that franchise. October 14, 1979, the NHL's greatest scorer, number 99, Wayne Gretzky, scored his first NHL goal as a member of the Edmonton Oilers. October 14, 1981, Yankee Greg Nettles, number 9, became the first player to get two hits in the same inning of an ALSC game. October 14, 1985, the New York Jets retired Joe Damus, number 12, on nationally televised Monday Night Football. His former squad, the Jets, ended up defeating the Miami Dolphins in honor of Joe Namath, 23-7 that day. October 14, 1989, Dave Stewart, number 34 of the A's, became the first since 1976 to start consecutive World Series openers, did those with Oakland. October 14, 1990, the San Francisco 49ers, number 16, Joe Montana passed for six touchdowns versus the Atlanta Falcons as the uh, Niners won 45 to 35. October 14, 1991, New York Rangers right wing Mike Gardner, number 22, becomes the first NFL NHL player to score his 500th goal, 500 assists, and 1,000th point all in the same season. October 14, 2003, fan Steve Bartman deflected the ball away from Chicago Cubs outfielder number 18, Moises Alou. Now, the Cubs gave up eight runs in the inning right after that and lost to the Marlins 8-3, and the Bartman incident is seen as the turning point in that series where the Cubs ended up losing that series to the Marlins. And, uh, you know, that's just some great history. Not always great, like for Moises Alou and the Chicago Cubs. The curse continued there a little bit longer in Chicago. But some great history all along because you had some NHL scoring leaders, you know, Gartner and Gretzky and uh, you know some of the other ones. Joe Montana's in their football. Joe Namath, a couple of great Joes from Western Pennsylvania are mentioned in today's history. And we have so much more. You can go to pigskindispatch.com for some more great football. Go to Jersey Dispatch and we have some more great other sports, including football, hockey, baseball, and uh, basketball as well as uh, some other sports that are a little off the beat path uh, here in the United States, but some great ones all the same. And uh, also go to sportshistorynetwork.com where we have 30 podcasters bringing you sports history each and every day and a podcast medium. So till tomorrow, everybody, have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout and he's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, 
Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.